Hello, good people, and welcome to This is the Brunswick Beer Collective. Um, this is still part of our um, Season 14 uh, 86 crawl. I know I'm laughing at the fact that it's um, Season 14, but also we're on the 86, and this is Stop 5, although we're not recording it in that order. Um, we are at the Mill Brewery, and we are joined by Jeffrey Chi. G'day. Paul Christoph. Hello. Carl Campbell. Howdy. And we're joined by the man who runs, owns, built this place from pretty much like every every stone, every brick. Um, he Not designs everything. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he made all the bricks as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's got his own. Built the what, what are they made of bricks right. in? Um, is it kiln. A kiln? Foundry? Kiln. Kiln? Yeah. Well, that yeah, thing he, that they have on um, Infinity War with oh. the sun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure that's what... I yeah. think that's a forge. Yeah, forge. that's a forge. I don't think you that's forge... for metal. Yeah, you don't forge bricks, mm. but... Well, not but, with that attitude. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Like, you know, so maybe they need to... Everybody's all brick makers. You better fucking change your attitude. Yeah. Get with it. And the man that we're referring to of all that is Merrick. Is it Merrick? Yes. Merrick, yep. But um, I was shit scared. I was going to um, get the pronunciation. No, nailed it. Yes. Spot on. Woo! Extra points. It, it Extra bit. It won't last. So, welcome, <laughs> welcome to our humble podcast. Thanks for having me. That, um, well, I mean, you're pretty much having us. But. True, 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 yeah. So, this is a mill. We were, <laughs> I, I've been here a couple of times. Um, Paul left his credit card behind the bar here um, Yes, and once. my wife came and picked it up. Um, okay. And then I missed Tara, and then I had to walk home. I was wondering yeah. if that was the one we still got in there, because <laughs> I've had one for a long time. Oh, oh shit. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think, yeah, I think that's like a throwaway kind of deal now. And so forth. Yeah, I think um, my friend actually who works here tried to contact the guy on Facebook and he said he was going to come in, just never did. Mm. Rude. My wife picked up like, didn't tell me, so I walked expired. here and he's like, oh yeah, your wife came in like half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. So tell us about the mill. Oh, the mill, this little place, huh? That you built from the ground up, pouring the concrete <laughs> yourself. Uh, more or less, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just, you know, it was just a, a long long dream of mine to you know one day start a brewery you know as a lot of a lot of people have similar aspirations whether or not they kind of are silly enough to to go ahead with them you know that's a different story but I think yeah I don't know we just came to a point in my life where it was like okay let's let's do this now I was ready had a bit of money um found it found a good place seemed like a good location good building um and I got I guess I got pretty lucky actually because now Collingwood seems to be one of the most popular areas for all the breweries now, you know, the incubator, stomping grounds, Craft Co. You like, can't move for breweries, basically. No. Molly Rose. Is Molly Rose, yeah, not far off, yep. Not of course, yeah. Just on Wellington Street, just around the corner, about two blocks away. Right. So I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know, it's good. I'm glad I picked the location well. Kind of, I got lucky with that. And you're a home brewer, right? I was a home brewer, yeah. For, yeah. Uh, I started as a home brewer when I was 18. Just brewing for about ten years before I obviously it was stepped up Cooper's tins. Uh. No, actually, I, I went a bit silly quite early on and got the full three vessel all grain system <laughs> off the bat. Like I just kind of got a bit sick of the shitty beers that you could, you know. I mean, mm. I wasn't trying that hard yeah. back then, but I was so hoping you were going to say that you you just had all the stuff that's in the brewery. So I just moved into here. <laughs> yeah, just I had it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah you bought it at eighteen. Yeah, yeah. No, unfortunately not. But uh, you know, I tried to keep everything as, as simple as possible. So anyone, anyone. <laughs> really who has brewed on just you know like mm. a standard three vessel or one vessel really like brew in a bag that kind of thing mm. I just wanted to keep things simple so that you know I, I don't have any commercial experience um, but I've just I've learned so much in the last 18 months 
I mean, I'm so much happier now with where the beers were, you know. Like, yeah. You know, like the first beers you make, it's always going to be a little bit questionable, but really, yeah, I think even from the get-go, I think we've been pretty well, well received. Well, I mean, how does it how, how does it differ? Because obviously, that you know, a home brewer is that weird sort of um, situation where that you're, yes, you're brewing for others, but you're kind of brewing as it, it's not your livelihood; it's your hobby. No, yeah, exactly. And um, your mates are always going to, well, I guess, it depends on your mates, really. But, yeah, you, you know, some <laughs> some mates might be a bit more brutal than others, um, you know, with their feedback. But they're the mates you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but sure. they're the ones that people don't really have. Generally, people are just happy to be drinking free beer. You know, yeah. So they're never going <laughs> to whinge too much about it. But I guess there were just other little things you have to like take into consideration when you're when you're brewing on a commercial scale. And mm. yes, mm. when people can quite easily have a shit beer and tell their mates that it's shit, don't go there. You know, and it's it's just kind of scary. Right. But, but you know, it's it's jumping in the deep end. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, the two guys that I've got sort of working with me now, Eric and Jackson, like just between the three of us, like it's good, going well, manageable. And I did, I did notice on your can that you have um, bottled by, or canned by Merrick and Jackson. Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, which was a nice touch. Yes, I thought, yeah, Jackson's been, Jackson's been with me. So he helps out in the brewery like one day a week or a couple of days a week and also helps at the bar. But um, yeah, he, he's been in from the early days. So it's just kind of cool. I thought, you know, chuck our names on there. Thought he'd appreciate it. I thought he should have been forged by Forged by, Jackson, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you yeah. can forge a can. Can you? I reckon... Well, it's metal. Yeah. <laughs> again, I think it's something that, you know, a bit of attitude shifting is required. I reckon... I don't reckon they've got forged designs yeah. to forge cans just yet. Even beer. Why brew beer? Forge beer. Just forge beers. <laughs> See, it's the answer to every question. Yeah, 3D um, printing is just the past. We're just going to forge shit going forward. Yeah. Everything's going to be forged 3D from forging. now. Yeah, 3D forging. <laughs> um, all right, quick question. Why the mill? Ah, oh, so the mill. It's the little logo up there. It's a little mill. I used to have a lot, uh, like a Corona mill, just a hand cranked like. Mm. So when I used to crush the grains back in the day, that's kind of what I used when I was starting off, and I was just very surprised that, I mean, there's a couple of mills around. There's like the mill house mm. in the city. Mm. There's the mill on Constance mm. in Brisbane. I think there's like the mill in Echuca, but obviously none of those places are brewery related. They're just yeah. bars, and I just was very surprised that nobody. Mm. The thought, because I mean, the mill is such an integral part of the brewing mm. process. Milling your grains is something you do every brew. And, and, if, and of course, I, sh- I should flag that the mill house is actually named after Millhouse from The yeah. Simpsons. Yeah. You reckon it is? Yeah. Is it? it no. <laughs> <laughs> I think there actually was a milling mm. thing back when it was. You know, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess that's what makes them up. Like the cheaper one as well. I understand. Wasn't there a Canadian. When we first ever came here and we were trying to search for the mill, and like a Canadian thing came up, I believe? That rings a bell. Yeah, I mean, if I remember that, mm. my memory's better than I thought, but talk about other things, I'll, this is what I seem to be um. doing, looking stuff up while people talk about other things. <laughs> but yeah, so that's basically the name. That's the story behind the, the name and the logo. Which, yeah. is, which is, I suppose, you know, everyone seems to have their... Um, their, their uh, based on what we've, we've talked about, everyone seems to have their strange backstory as to... But it's yeah. usually personal to them. Yeah. It's got to be personal to someone else at some point. Yeah, 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 for sure. But well, if there was, it's gone. Because <laughs> the mill works in um, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Right. Hmm. Um, do Do you find, uh, you know, because you're obviously you're on you're on the eighty six. Mm. Is uh, do you get locals? Is that uh, it's there's plenty of locals, plenty of regulars who come 
every Friday, every Wednesday, they come and play table tennis. They come and drink Dark Lord exclusively all night. And they were very excited when they got the new what? T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of people. Life. They're really... Yeah. Mm. <coughs> they're legends, actually. And a couple of the guys, unfortunately, uh, their office is moving. So they're moving to the CBD, which they're very upset about. But I think they'll still try and come by. But, yeah, back to the question. We've definitely got a good mixture of, like, locals, regulars, and a lot of people who um, have been suggested by, you know, any of the other breweries or bars mm. to, to come by and check us out. You know, they're like, oh, we had no idea you were here. Because I guess for us, being slightly mm. off Smith Street, you know, 126 metres to be exact, <laughs> just down the road. Um, sorry, sorry, how many metres? 126. Oh, right. Don't okay. going all this mm. kind of shit. It's all council-related stuff. Um, <laughs> but, um, 126 metres from... I reckon, I reckon, I reckon then from, yeah, that means true. something bad happens if you're like 125 metres from mm. like the main Oh, yeah, no, you don't. 126 is just fine. Yeah. I'm guessing you're not allowed to put an A-frame on Smith Street that says brewery, 126 metres. <laughs> I don't know. That's actually not Are a bad you, idea. Yeah, look, oh, that, well, yeah, there we go. Yeah. I, look, I, yeah, I did think about that back in the day, but I just don't know how you could do it. I'd like to put it on the, that island, the traffic island there, mm. but I'm pretty sure mm. there's regulations yeah. against that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, the, the, they're only relevant if you get caught. That's right, yeah. Right. I mean, you do it for a while and see how long it takes. Yeah, which I feel like is, like, half of the places along Smith Street, basically. Yeah, yeah, I don't think anyone would do that. Like, oh, I didn't know it was there. Someone yeah. else did that. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah That's yeah. another brewery down the street. That wasn't <laughs> yeah, me, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's those guys that play ping pong and drink Dark Lord every Wednesday. Yeah, that's they right. Just, they're such big fans. I want to help out. I told them not to, but... Um, for those playing at home, the Dark Lord is your what percentage? What six point six six six? Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the first beer I ever had when I first time I came here. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think yeah, that's been on since day one. Yeah. We've never, yeah. We've run yeah, out a couple of times. I think but we all loved that when it was on. Yeah, but even now, you know, it's just so much more refined now. I just love that beer. That's what? the thing with a lot of the beers is that you drink them, you're like, oh, I've had this before, but it's a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, recipes do change and always yeah and I mean you know just what's available malt wise mm. hop wise you know obviously changing things dramatically it really does become a different beer but yeah. you try to keep things the same as much as you can mm. um, well that's well, a good that's oh. what I was going to say um, consistency is that I've always thought with brewers is that to me I mean I don't really know much about brewing to me that would surely be one of the hardest things is consistency mm -hmm. it is quite difficult yeah but I think it just takes a while, I guess. Once you get used to your system, it does become much, much easier. And like we can now kind of hit the numbers every time with the, with the things that we brewed multiple times. You know, like our golden pale and the dark lord. There are three, you know, core beers. Um, and yeah, definitely, it's just something you have to kind of be wary of. You know, a small hiccup, you know, along the way can just change things a little bit. You know, sometimes. Cause do you say that with a few, you know, few breweries? You have a beer and you're like, oh, I love this, and then. Mm -hmm. Pretty much out four times in the year, and they're four different four different beers. But think about, I think about that kind of stuff a lot, man. Like I think about the first time I had like hop hog or something, and you know to just see it just change and change and change like over the years, it's yeah. it's crazy. You know, it's like hang on, was this the same hop hog that I had like you know six seven years ago? Like mm. I don't, I mean it's obviously not. It's changed so many times, but um, yeah, I think about stuff like that quite often. Yeah, well even like big breweries aren't aren't averse to that sort of consistency no, no. issue. Like Stone and Wood Absolutely. had issues with the Pacific Ale for years. Mm -hmm. Like pulled pulled out of it now, but yeah. yeah, that's one of the biggest independent breweries yeah. in Australia. Yeah. yeah, you think they'd be they'd be fine, you know, but I guess everybody suffers a little bit in some way. 
and I guess that's kind of that's kind of the fight. I mean, what, one thing that I'm quite curious about is how do you? All right, so say you've got say you've got the Dark Lord, mm. um, and you know the Dark Lord of like two and a half sorry one and a half years ago mm-hmm. is different to the Dark Lord now. Mm-hmm. Is that based on uh, what people come in and say? Um, the, no. the ping pong guys saying, you know what, I can't, like, I can't handle this anymore. No, 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 not at all. No, it no, needs no. more citra. Look, I mean, since since day one, all we've ever done when we change a beer is just slightly maybe mix up the malts a little bit, just because I, you know, for example, I just with the Dark Lord, I just I really wanted to get it to say a little bit blacker mm. in color. It's kind of got this you know, slightly brown kind of tinge to it. No big deal. But, um, so I'd mess around with that just a couple of times. So each, each iteration would be slightly changed with the mole mm-hmm. bill. But the hops have more or less kind of stayed the same. If anything, I always just end up throwing more in. <laughs> like, I just go, oh, well, I'm sure I could use another 500 grams. Like, psh, no worries. Right. You know, on the dry hop. And then, then when you get to that point, you go, okay, that's, mm-hmm. that's great where it is. Like, it's silly to put more in. For no uh, reason. Although, does that mean it's a different recipe, recipe every time? No. So, okay. especially not for something like the Dark Lord that has been brewed multiple times. I reckon maybe there was five or six versions. So I think by the time I'd brewed it, brewed it the seventh time, I'd gone, cool, I'm happy with where it's at. And now I don't change the Dark Lord at all. Same with this Mosaic Pale and same with the Golden Owl. We just don't change them anymore. We've brewed them enough times to go, yep, really happy with where it's at. So I'm not gonna change it. Whereas like these new beers that we're constantly making, because I think we have three on and we've got what another sort of five um, that we do kind of just change up and some of the times there might be a beer that I've never actually brewed before. So like we just we just brewed a new IPA uh, last week. And you know, if we end up brewing that again, there might be some things that I'd like to tweak. But generally, generally now I'm confident enough to sort of just make a, a recipe from, from scratch and just go, all right, I reckon this will be, this will be good. Right. Whereas, you know, maybe at the beginning, I'd always like to do a test patch first, but now, I, you know, recipe formulation is not not too worried about it these days which is good which I guess begs a good question um, what won't you make oh god <laughs> if I say this now it's going to be on record I'm scared yeah, yeah but you know um, <laughs> people have very short memories well, well like I mean you've seen the tap at this level. What, what don't you see on there just chilli beer chilli beer <laughs> no chilli beer's coming chilli beer and there's no there's no sours up there yeah. no sours. Oh. I'm not a big sour guy personally mm-hmm. and there's also there's, no lagers up there there is. So the, the pilsner? pilsner. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So the German pilsner, and but I did say that from the beginning as well. I'm not a, you know, I'm not going to brew lagers, blah blah blah. And then last year we brewed a Martin, and then this year we brewed a German pilsner, mm. and we kind of do it for Oktoberfest. Mm. And every time we do it, I'm going. I just think, fuck, that's actually an amazing beer. Like I really love them. So I'm not adverse to the lagers so much, but the sours, I just kind of think. There's so many guys who do it so well, and especially with Molly Rose like opening up around the corner. I just, I don't really like them and I'm not super familiar with the process. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of want to stick to the stuff that I like and mostly just American ales, yeah. you know, IPAs, that kind of thing. Yeah, so there's always your potential hazards with brewing sours. Yeah, that too, like, that know, too. Affecting your brew kit. Yep. And, mm. You know, I just kind of, mm, and I just don't really like drinking them. Mm. That's just absolutely my personal opinion on those kind of beers. Oh, but I mean, this is your brewery. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, if, if that's it right, that's nice. right. And like, you know, you get the odd person asking, when are you going to brew a sour? And I just say, look, man, don't get your hopes up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't. <laughs> guest sour? I could have a guest sour on tap, for sure. I wouldn't be adverse to that. But, right. you know, that, it's like fixation IPAs. That's yeah. what we're going to do. IPAs, 
I'm not as honed in as they are. You know, I've got a bit more of a range, but I kind of like to have a bit of something for everybody, really. Um, what would it, uh, out of curiosity now, what would it take you to um, break and be like, right, I have to make a sour? I don't know. I don't think anybody, I don't think anything or anybody could, could change my mind. Money. Yeah, yeah. I, suppose I love your brewery. Yeah, yeah. I'll give a million dollars to make a personal sale for me. Holy shit! Yeah, actually, probably yes. A million bucks, definitely. There it is. A million dollars to do a sale. No, jeez. Now this has gone too far. No. <laughs> that sounds like sounds like somebody indecent proposal style needs to turn up. Yeah. Say. Oh god. I mean, for a million dollars, we'd make a sale. Yeah, uh, yeah. We do a lot. Do a lot of things for a million dollars. We would make a good one. But yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we'd watch a lot of YouTube clips. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. watched super, that Super Mario Brothers film like just on loop for like you know, forty eight hours for like a million. I reckon, like, yeah, that, that's how you make sours. That's there. I, I'm pretty sure that's where the sour beer was invented, just by watching that film over and over again. Like, ah, oh, I figured it out now. <laughs> so weird. But, um, okay, so what? You know, you've obviously got this cool, this cool little space. What's next? What are you going to do next? Um, we'll get a couple more tanks. Pretty soon, next year. <clears throat> Nearly jumped on with Molly Roses, actually, because they, they just ordered their equipment. <clears throat> um, it's just a bit too soon. It's just because, as I was saying earlier about the whole juice can run, blah, 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 mm. that, that kind of... We Which really, we will get to. Yeah, well, we definitely realised at that point that's kind of where the... That's the bottleneck. Like, if we want to continue doing anything other than just kegging on site, like, we're just going to need some more fermenter space. Mm. No. Well, and I guess that's the whole thing that, like, um, there are uh, a lot of if that you had if it was like a standard brew pub, mm-hmm. then it would be like, right, well, we we don't need to can anything. Mm. We can just like keep our standards and mm-hmm. just keep them there. But given this is a brewery that you know you can clearly bring food in, mm-hmm. it's a completely different beast. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we've got the pizza van out the front now. That's true, but I didn't know whether that was something that um, came and went or um... no. So that's permanent. Now. That's oh, permanent. okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. For a long time, we did the whole food truck rotation thing, and um, I always wanted to just get something more permanent because people don't know what they're going to get. You know, sure, posting about it online or whatever. Like, I think people go, "All right, this is what we're going to get." And I obviously really liked the Moon Dog setup, mm-hmm. pizza van down there, and so luckily, um, I just I knew one of the guys who, who run, runs his own um, food truck, and I just kind of approached him and said, "Hey, do you want to look at getting something more permanent?" So now he runs that, and it's kind of separate from us. Um, and it's just good. People can hang around and drink more if they can eat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, having yeah. to leave. Can't go wrong mm. with pizza. Yeah, yeah. And pizzas. And they're actually awesome pizzas. Mm. Really good. So that's a good little setup that we've got now. I mean, that, that I think has definitely made a difference. I think we get more people coming in, and they stay longer. Um, yeah, you just need, you need some kind of food to get people happy. Well, yeah, I reckon I sort of think about like you know the crappy venues that like kind of have food just as basically a, a mechanism for one keeping people satiated mm. and keeping yeah. people in. I think pizza is probably nice. it covers most dietaries. Mm-hmm. You can do like yeah, yeah, they've got vegan, vego, and yeah. gluten free. You can get a slice. You can get a whole pizza. You can get six pizza. Like it's infinitely yeah. divisible. Yeah. Like it's great. <laughs> yeah, that's no, true. Pizzas and burgers are probably yeah. two. Mm. Yeah, mm. and they're just decent priced. You know, people aren't going yeah. to go oh, fifteen bucks. Yeah. What? And the stupid buddies, I mean, you're 126 metres from Smithstreet. Yeah. It's mm. too far to get food from there. It's way easier to get food right here. Oh, of course, yeah. It's good to be 126 metres from Smith Street. 
Um, look, we're, we're not <laughs> suggesting that this is what your next beer should be, mm-hmm. but this is what your next beer, next beer should be. Yeah, it's a great idea. I mean, we're not monsters. <laughs> <laughs> but then what do you do with it? We're yeah, just the one beer. The one, two, six. Mm. One, two, six. <laughs> Uh, what, Versus one, the 86, the yeah. fixations just relates. Yeah. Like Chris Island have like the 312, don't they? Right. Well, what, 126 to 86. 126 to 86. Yeah. This is good. No, I like these obscure things. It might be, we, we, you need to redo the math though. It's probably more than 126, unless the 86 stop is right to there. The, shoot, you're right. right. To the yeah. stop, it is probably another, maybe like, mm. let's say another like 25 yeah. metres. Yeah. So it's yeah. more like, yeah, the 151 or something like 151 that. 151 doesn't have the yeah. same return, doesn't no. it? Oh, 151 yeah, right. yeah, yeah. good. I've right. just gotten so attached to 126. That just reminds me of Bacardi 151. Yeah, exactly. True. What is that number to go over my head? I thought it was maybe, was it the the Lebanese? Craft Brewery? Uh, three. Does 961. 961. 961. <laughs> the one that Marzen had a yeah, yeah. Oh. hand in. Well, that was his until he like left because of some sort of war, was it? I don't know. There was a video There was a video that um, somebody posted. Um, I think it was um, Scotty posted the, like, the video of um, uh, Marzen on the Australian website or something like that where it was talking about his his story and how he pretty much had to come out here yeah well, i mean yeah if you're sure. living if you're living in a country that is experiencing war mm. you get the like opportunity constantly. to go to yeah. a country that yeah. is not mm. experiencing war mm. and do what you were wanting to do yeah. as well you know so why wouldn't you mm. it's a good victory so i guess we should actually talk about what we're drinking sure um so oh, this we're going to do another uh, single take. I know, I know. Well, not quite a single take, but close to a single take. Well, maybe, take. maybe. Yeah. Depends on how, how much dexterity we exhibit over the course of this, this particular segment. Oh, please, we have no dexterity. Well, it's not uh, our dexterity that's, that's required here anyway. Good so point. Continue. Um, so, we are drinking the, the Mosaic, mm-hmm. um, which I assume is uh, Mosaic Cops. Yeah, not exclusively. <laughs> there is some Amarillo in there as well, I find. Beers was just, you know, mostly mosaic. You know, a lot of these mosaic IPAs, although the private life mosaic is amazing. But yeah, um, yeah I just find I think the mosaic hop can be a little bit sort of overpowering occasionally. So it's got a bit of a mixture in there, um, but just just amarillo and mosaic. So, but yeah, we just kind of wanted to make create like a nice crisp pale ale. So we did have two pale ales on for quite a while. It was this one and uh, the mostly American. But I've just become too attached to the mosaic, and we've just we just dropped the. <laughs> the other one I don't think we'll do that again but um, yeah just a nice kind of clean refreshing pale ale mm-hmm. something that like if we ever did get around to canning this guy you know it'd just be like a go to six pack just really good for drinking really nice yeah but um, yeah people yeah. seem to like it a lot of a lot of um, happy customers were very pleased to see that it was back on because we it wasn't on for a little while um, and people are going oh, where's the mosaic you know and when you get enough people asking mm-hmm. for stuff like that you go, all right, must be doing something right. You know, we listen to those customers. If they say it's awesome beer and they want to come in just yeah. for the mosaic, you go, cool. Yeah. Right. Which, which is sort of given, do they know it's, it's named after the hop or? Most people do. Okay. Most people do, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I'd probably say 50%. Wow. I'm a number out of my ass, but you know. 51. Most <laughs> you can say most. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> But, but yeah, no, I mean, we don't even, yeah, I just think that some people know, I would assume. Yeah. And you've got your own badge. 
Yes. And mates with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. It's yeah. a rarity in Australia, to be mm. honest. Is it? You see mm. that many. Oh God, they stated out to state. me like everybody's got to have one. In the and States. I was like, oh, shit, okay, I don't want to miss <laughs> That's out. That's great. In the <laughs> States, fantastic. you get them all the time. Yeah. Mm. Over here, it's another. Oh, I, I got a phone call from there. somebody from America. I was like, what the fuck is this? Probably oh, untapped. Yeah. <laughs> untapped, just going, oh, you need to get this, you need to do that. People love it. I was just like, oh, oh, people fuck. do love it. Mm. How much do I pay for that already? Yeah, okay, sure. What's another $300 a year? Sure. Wow, is it 300 bucks a year? No, it's way more than that, just to have it to be listed. That's how much it is for the badge, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Badge is like a monthly thing. That uh, I, I was well. I, I uh, uh, the the badge thing is is it's good that you bring it up. The badge was really weird for me because it, um, whenever I'd open Untapped, it would be like and hey, mates of the mill. And I thought that can't be the uh, the mill brewery. That would be like some sort of the mill house or something. Oh, right. And I open yeah. it's like it is the mill brewery. <laughs> well, that's the thing from a marketing point of view. Isn't you're you know you'll be at the ale house and be like oh badges near you and because oh, not many okay. people here are doing okay. it pop up yeah. mates of the mill. You're like oh yep. So it's. It's, it's I think that's the whole point. From that point yeah. of view, I think it's... Well, so, I mean, Untap's sort of, you know, interpretation of near is a little bit weird. So, right? so there's, uh, no, there's a new function now. Oh. You can adjust it. Oh, really? So I think by default it's 50 kilometres. Yeah. Oh, but you can adjust it now, I noticed. Yeah, because yeah. I like, yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll check in somewhere and go like, that. I know where that place is. I've been to it many times. It is not near here. Mm-hmm. Like, by no <laughs> definition of near is it near. Which yeah. I realised that when I was in Sydney last week because I was <laughs> in um, somewhere in the... I was at Akasha. And it came the same thing. Oh, here's some badges near you. It's like, so it's a Ben. Like, what's this place? He's like, I don't know. And we click it. It's like some pub in Newcastle. It's like, well, that's not near yeah. in a Sydney. <laughs> and then that's why I noticed they're like, oh no, you can adjust it now. So okay. I've adjusted mine down to a five kilometer radius. Yep. Yeah, Seems a bit cool. more sensible. Much more reasonable. Mm, yeah. 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 You would have thought that'd be a sensible default, actually. Yeah. Like maybe. Yeah. Uh, you I know. kind of makes. I mean, I guess I can't get it right. So imagine if you come to a place. You know, you haven't been to Melbourne before, or I guess it would make more sense in like the states, mm. where there probably is within fifty kilometres a hundred brews. Yeah. You know, in certain areas, so it kind of makes sense. But it's like not when, so when much. I in met up with when I met up with Greg, the founder of Untapped. I actually met up with him a couple of years ago in New York, and it's it's just grown like a lot of these businesses do. Mm. You know, it's a stupid idea that him and a mate had talking yeah, about Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, you're Untapped and everyone's using your app, and you're like, you said it's got a list of things yeah. to improve and features, Definitely. but. I was very impressed when they when I got to speak with them about mm. things. They they sold it very hard and very well. Good. Work. And I was like, Whew, okay, let's do it. You know, on like the I guess from like a, a venue perspective, mm. you know, there's a lot of cool shit you can do with it. Well, I assume you're a verified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. That costs yeah. a lot of money to be verified. Yeah. Bloody because you need to be. If you're not, then you're not going to show up. Yeah. On on the app, yeah. which is kind of pointless. Do you do the now tap thing as well? Uh, yeah, we try to. God, I'm just really slack with all that. Is anyone using NowTapped <laughs> yeah, but anymore, if, though? But if you, if you can put the menu on untapped, you don't need, you don't need, mm, you don't need mm, NowTapped anymore, I think NowTapped really. is, um, mm. as much as I used, used to use it back in the day, I think it stays are numbered. Yeah. yeah. I used to be more into that before I had this place. I was way more into NowTapped and things. And because, I guess coming back to what you were saying, we don't, we don't wholesale a lot of stuff at all. Like, rarely. I don't think there's any other kegs on anywhere except here right now. Mm. So, it's not a huge issue for us to just... If I don't have it updated, look, just look on the board. The board's updated, you know? So it's like... Yeah. <laughs> and we do find we're lazy sometimes, isn't it? We're like, uh, 
But I don't want to drink next. I, I don't want to walk to the bar. That, that, that makes total sense. just walk sense. to the bar. I could, no. But at least from here, pretty much anywhere you are. From here, yeah, you, you can, can always see, you can see, see the, the bar. Yeah. Right? It's like, but I just like, can't see what is on the uh, third from the bottom right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I know, I know it's the Dark Lord because it's 6.66%. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, you but, um, and it is a black lampshade covering it, so yep, that's appropriate yep. too. If we're in the alehouse all the time, if we're in the side room, I'll just go like, I'm not walking up to the bar, I'm just going to check the check the now tap list. And you'd be like, do you want something? You'd be like, uh... Yeah, that. I'll get this. That <laughs> <laughs> no, does make sense. So, so we were talking about the beer, yes. Yes. Um, so this is a mosaic, and mm-hmm. so we're going to actually see what other people say about it. Sure. Oh, man, that's spooky. Yeah, I know. I know. But don't get, don't get me wrong. You'll get a chance to rebut it, <laughs> okay. and you'll also get a chance to say what you think about it. Okay, like, These guys have no idea what oh, they're man. talking about. I would never. <laughs> Andrew F. at the Mill Brewery has... Not given it a rating, but his comment is four stars. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he takes the time to, to write the four stars, but not actually yeah. put in one, one extra <laughs> click to go. That so is so weird. I've never seen anything. Oh, like that's that. awesome. Thanks. Andrew, was it? Yeah. What a legend. Yeah. Anthony D at the mill. Mosaic good, the malt profile not good, different sort of flavour, 2.75. Oh. oh, so he's referring to the mosaic hops being good. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay, interesting. That's funny because a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the comments I tend to get are like they really like the malt profile of this particular pale ale, mm-hmm. but they each their own. Peter R at here, uh, fresh hoppy and bitter, three and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people not giving comments. Yeah, that happens often, man. A lot, I find. It's rude. Michael Helm. The Michael the, Helm. The Michael Helm. One of these days we'll meet Michael Helm <laughs> and then we'll be completely underwhelmed. No comment, but um, 3.75. <laughs> Michael Helm, get in touch. Do you know a lot of these guys just from doing no, these no, episodes? But no, no, but just you reckon. Whenever, whenever, whenever we go checking a beer, it's always um, Michael okay. Helm has always had the beer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice one. Michael. We he, came, what, he, within, he, within 10 minutes of meeting him mm, once? He, he could be a bot. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so Peter K um, here, he's Dutch, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the translation. Oh so. wow! Oh, you can translate so, comments now in Untap. Yeah, That's yeah, a new feature. I don't have to pretend oh. to speak. Um, <laughs> so, oh well, again, a shelfie on the track. Um, surprised face. Surprised face. Also, after the brewer, I'm the first to check in this beer, which I think was the the main reason why. Mm. So yeah, so he's the second check in. Uh, Three point two five out of five. Oh, Rasmus G. Who's Rasmus G? Rasmus, the uh, he's the like he's from Sweden, I think. He's a regular at BMH. Because okay. no, he was also the first person to check in. Oh, we read in one of his comments at the other um, last episode. Oh, several episodes ago. Yes. Yeah. Well, whatever order you're releasing these episodes <laughs> at, we've not recorded on the same day at all. <laughs> Here you go, Peter Rowland, Hoppy Pete. Hoppy Pete. Fresh, hoppy, and bitter, 3.5. Nice. Mm. And he is a notoriously difficult Oh, 100%. Marker. I'll take a 3.5 yeah. from bitter, for sure. Especially when it's got to also, do with Also, please, please make sure you, you check what he gave my... Uh, I can't believe it's not juice later. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll get oh, to yes. yeah, we'll, we'll. Famously anti-neep with Pete. Death to all neepers. Which, which we'll, get, we'll get to the neeper thing, but... Um, <laughs> all right, do we have any more... No, they were all the comments... Only 41 check-ins so far. I'm pretty light on comments. Well, then, all right, I guess it's the obvious question. What do we think about this beer? Yeah. Um, um, it's a classic Christoph scale, this one. 
3.5, would drink again. It's a nice beer, mate. It's not trying to be anything no. special. It's just a really solid pale ale. Yeah. Uh, I agree. 3.5, would drink again. Simple. Um, easy. Yeah, concur. Yeah, I'm on the same thing. Super clean, really easy drinking pale. It's good. Now. Not bad. But hang on a second. Now you have to review. Okay. Now think 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 about imagine that you didn't make this beer. Um, yeah, with sure. Your blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Um, and you didn't design it from scratch. Like on on a really good day, like yeah. on a day that I just finished work, like so yeah, I just it, finished exactly. a brew, and it's like the sun's outside. Yeah. I just want to have something and, really and, nice. And then someone someone gave you gave you a pot of this beer, yeah. and they were like, "Here, have this Merrick. Yeah. Um, um, you might love it, you might hate it, but here is this beer for you. Can I give it in 0.25 increments? What are we you talking? Point two five. I, no. I will just bump it up. I'll give it an extra 2.5 and I'll settle at 3.75. Wow. Yeah. Um, for, for a nice pale ale, bordering on four. <laughs> hey, someone, someone tried to give a beer like their beer 100 out of five earlier today. So oh, you wow. Know, you're being much shit. more modest. Than, no, than look, look, right, look. Look. Well, I'll settle at 3.75. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I'm really happy with this beer. I do like it very much. But... There's always going to be room for improvement. No. Which I, yeah, I totally understand. And oddly, that's always the one thing that um, every brewer says to us. Mm -hmm. There's always like, yes, I can always, I can always make it better. I can for always sure. make it better. For sure, for sure, yeah. Which is awesome because there's always another batch. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you're always learning. Mm -hmm. I haven't been commercially, you know, taught on anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I look up to so many brewers all the time. And they're always so nice to me, and I learn so much from them every single day. And I just hope maybe one day I can, you know, pass down a bit of knowledge to, to somebody to, else. To, to, sure. the, to the youngsters. Yeah, so. something like that, yeah. <laughs> I think even the best brewers in the world make a beer that they're like, this is one of the best beers I've ever made, but they still probably go, it's not perfect. It's like the art yeah. analogy, you know? It's never finished. Yeah. It's no. always Absolutely, something yeah. you can tweak. Yeah. Definitely needs more um, Amarillo. No, I'm kidding. I, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, have you ever, that's a question. Have you ever thought of doing a, um, something I was saying not enough people do, and I really like the idea. Sours? No. The, <laughs> Smash, <laughs> no, the, um, the, like the single hop series, how yeah, BrewDog does it, where they release you know, four mm. of the yeah. same beer, and the only difference is the hop. And I love just that, and you try them, and mm -hmm. you, know, you actually get something, oh, yeah, that's what these... That's what this hop's about. That's what the, that hop's about. Yeah. I feel like people were kind of doing that a few years ago. When I really enjoyed working, that when I was homebrewing. People it was don't a, do it anymore. We used to make smashes all the time and just showcase one particular hop or one malt as well. And yeah, I know the ones, the Brewdog, I think I was at Forrester's, must have been years ago now, and they had a lot of those Brewdog ones on tap where they just had single hop versions of That's just, just a pale ale or yeah. something. Um, and it was really interesting. It was a great way to kind of get a feel for certain hops. But our Golden Ale, which unfortunately is not on tap right now, Kicking it on Friday is um, it's bittered with Columbus, but it, apart from that, oh. it's only got um, it's only got Amarillo. Okay. So yeah, it's a good way to to go. Oh, this is what Amarillo is, especially in like a golden ale, so it's nice and clean. But uh, we have to try that next time. Yeah, <laughs> we, we can do it all. Yeah. Fridge does the the beer school mm. thing. Mm. Every yeah, they they get up the Victorian hot. To showcase the Aussie hops. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They do yeah. right. They do like an Ella one, mm -hmm. Galaxy, uh, Vic Secret. Yep. Yeah, that was a good series. That was a good series. Yep, uh, yep. 
Yep. We did, no, few, we did an we? episode of that. Uh, well, we did. We tried uh, we, each one. We, we did an episode, but we only have the two of those because um, that we had a um, technical malfunction and lost the lost the other half of that episode. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> we did. We did. We did record it, but yeah, yeah it never got released. Uh, the world is a complicated place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I think we've talked enough about the juice. So we'll pause for a second and actually have to. Can't believe it's not juice. Sounds good. And we are back. And before we talk about anything, I think we need to flag the elephant in the room, which is the Altered Beast arcade machine behind us. If anyone is wondering what that um, intermittent sound is. is. Yeah, Um, Yeah, so where'd that come from? That came from the States. I got that imported uh, long before I actually opened up the mill. But strangely enough, it was always the plan. I wanted to have that in my bar. So I've had it at probably three houses, so it's, it's travelled through three separate moves in the back of my van. Um, and it cost, I think the machine cost under 500 US dollars and over 1,000 to get it shipped here. So mm, That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, so it takes quarters. <clears throat> We've got a little roll of quarters, but we just we just load it up with credits. We don't worry about it. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, it's just one of my favourite favorite games growing up, playing with my brother. And I just, yeah, I, the opportunity came up to buy it and I just I had to do it. Mm, I, I see that. I see that argument. Yeah. yeah, I just had to. You know. Had to. <laughs> had to you do had, it. You had no choice. No, I had to do it. Like, like it, was in, <clears throat> it was in your heart. Yeah. yeah. So have so you seen that? I can't believe it's not hazy by Altamont. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> I did some searching, but uh, I did not see that. Okay. And, interesting. And and before we go any further, I should flag that our <laughs> next beer is the I can't believe it's not juice. Canned version of. Canned version of, um, which is. Well, okay, so that means it was in on tap for a while? Yep, still on tap now. Yeah. And it was on tap, we probably did maybe maybe three or four runs in keg. In kegs. Um, and then just this particular version, because we had to do a double a double batch, so that we had enough for the canning. Um, again, always slightly tweaked each time, but again, this is like our absolute favourite version of it. <clears throat> um, now the obvious thing that we need to ask because people have a love-hate relationship with Nebus. Oh yeah, um, some people especially more so than others. Mm, mm, which is really entertaining. <clears throat> mm, it is. Why did you make a Nebus? Uh, I was making them before I started the mill, um, just homebrew style New Englands, and I just kind of thought, oh yeah, what juicy beers? I just loved the look of them when I first saw that you know that orange juice looking liquid in a glass mm. and I just thought you know what I'd love to try and make one of these and it took us actually quite a while once we got off an opening here to, to make our first one <clears throat> but there was a there was a stage I think at the start of the year I'd say probably April we had four different New Englands on so we had a, a lupulin haze which mm. was made with the lupulin mm-hmm. pellet hops and then we had a freshest haze which was our fresh hopped New England which was made with exclusively Galaxy. I'm tired of not fresh hops. Oh, it's, it's just, it's really hops. fucking with me, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and we had, I think we had this version on then too. I can't believe it's not juice. And then we were, went a little bit experimental and tried that, um, the New England red that we made for Gabs. So we had oh, all shit, four. I think, I think I had that. But the pro- must have definitely had it. Yeah. But the problem with Gabs is it's sort of it's it's like it's like a blur. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Mm. But we, we kind of had it on here as well for a little bit, obviously, because I think you get 
and we'd go four kegs to Gabs or something. So we had a, we had a couple to spare mm. here, and that was just a fun little experiment, you know. Like, yeah, anyway, we don't have to talk about that too much. No. But um, although it's uh, it's nice that um, because we often I feel like we often talk about Nipahs as if they're something that is like it's just, it, they they only existed yesterday, mm. and I know there's Hedy Topper and things like yeah. that, but. Um, uh, it's nice that you were making them way before they were popular. Yeah, I know. It sounds like such a silly thing to say, mm. but it, it's, it's, it's like it's absolute like you, re- truth. you really liked the band before it was cool. Yeah, I know. Like right? the garage yeah. stuff. And I'm definitely that kind of person who, yeah, who they stops like that. Like, oh, exactly. Yeah. As soon as they stop playing at the Toad and then they play at, you know, I don't yeah. know, Max Watts, I'm like, no, no, no. They signed to a major fucking label. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I know. It's a funny thing to say, but it's just, yeah, it's just the truth. Hey, like, I really liked them before I opened up the mill and I just kind of had to get. You know our, our process and everything down before I went too silly with all the you know the New England style mm. beers, but always been a massive fan of them, and I do and have witnessed many times other breweries, you know, jumping on certain trends, and I, I obviously get it. I love a trend as much as the next guy, but I think with the New Englands, I'd, I'd always really wanted to kind of focus on them as well. So, yeah. It kind of works in your favour, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, once it started to really kick off here, and, and everyone was doing it. I mean, it was bound to happen at, at mm. some stage. It's just the way things, like, trickle down from the States and, you know, maybe a year or two after something's really popping off over there, it's, it just comes here. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. It just comes well, to, to Australia. The big question is, is, is it going to be like, um, you know, uh, flared pants or something? Where the, the, like it'll come and go kind yeah, of thing? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it's going to disappear. I think mm. people will stop maybe focusing on them as much, but the people will still always want them. I, I really think. I think a lot of the guys who, you know, tried to get on the kind of train early, you know, they drop off. Not everyone wants to keep doing them. But I think there's always going to be drinkers who, who want them. Yeah, there's yeah. always going to be... I mean, the, the one... I mean, just to go back to the dark one, the, the Black IPA is mm-hmm. one that was, like, really mm-hmm. super popular for a while and now just almost, like, yeah. maybe one of the few breweries who does it as, like, a Corby or... Like, oh, 100%, then, yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, the Kaiju guys have got the really good one and yeah. I remember the first one I had that really got me into them was... Um, Pretty sure the Quinda. Yeah. They had a black yeah. yeah. And I was like, that was the first one this? this is incredible. And I just thought, I get people coming in, even from other breweries, going like, how do you how do you move your black IPA? How do you have that on all the time? You know, even other places like my struggle to have it as like a seasonal. I just, I don't know, people seem to love it. So, but yeah, people, people are always going to want things. Mm. But we're lucky we don't have, you know, we're not trying to move. 30 hectolitres of the stuff yeah. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> we've got like 600 litres so it's not not that hard yeah but people keep coming back for us yeah yeah no, I think the Nipahs they're back they've picked up and they're they're going to stay around for a long time I mean it's like they're not a new style really mm. like mm. I think that's that's the difference like this is really kicked off and I think it's a bit more appealing to a lot more people mm-hmm. when they're like oh you know I like the flavour of IPAs but I hate the bitterness mm-hmm. yeah and I think they're definitely more approachable yeah yeah like brutes have just they're slowly floundering and I don't think Mm. they're actually going to take off at all no No. not in the same way the New Englands will I think it'll still be a little style (laughs) that people might experiment with but I don't think people are going to always have brute IPAs on their their tap list is that in one of your tanks? Uh, no that was one we thought about (laughs) and I just thought no I'm not going to do that either no Look, I'm just happy that you guys have a red IPA. I mention yeah. it every episode, but um, uh, I love red IPAs, and the but they're they're either like they're everywhere or they're nowhere. Yep, yep. Man, the former tenant, mm. one of my favorite beers. 
is my favorite beer. Oh, nice. If yeah. I ever change the recipe, I don't know what I'll do. Yeah, no, no, that's that's awesome. You love that beer because I've I've loved red IPAs as well, always. So respect. Yeah, Tommy was always making a joke that we were going to be like a direct competition to them because we had so many IPAs on at the time. Like Tommy Delmont, sorry for mm. fixation. So he was always taking the piss. Like, oh, are you guys just going to have only IPAs on? Like, oh, we're going to have to like step up our game. I said, mate, don't, like, it's fine, dude. Your fixation, man. Don't worry about it. Like, you guys will be fine. You guys will be fine. And you've got Sam down there doing some amazing brews. Like, yeah. Don't worry about what we're doing. <laughs> um, watch out, fixation. They have like eight more IPAs in a tank and they're not afraid to use them. Hey, what's oh, the just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's, 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 what's that? That tank, the fixation killer? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, Sam. I'm coming for you, IPA. <laughs> All right, so um, what are people saying about the I can't believe it's not juicy? Um, so or juicer. Sarah W, who's clearly a very harsh um, rater. I the do check best it, I beer saw. we've tried here. Well done, guys. I'm not usually a fan of Nipah's. 3.25. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Manflesh, who is uh, Jason. He had it at Beermesh. He's young, good stuff for a new brewery. Tasting fresh on tap. 3.75. This is back in April this year. I was going to say, it hasn't been on tap for a, yeah. not a beer mash for a while. Daniel P. at the House of Pierce. First beer in a week gets us an extra 0.25. 3.75 out of 5. So, hey, open up on a Monday yeah. if you're a brew pub. Apparently, yeah. that gets you a 0.25. <laughs> Dick W. at the Mill Brewery. Good name, pretty buddy accurate, tad pissed. Four stars. <laughs> <laughs> does, does like he give you a higher rating when he's had a few to, to drink? I think he would. Generally, mm, yeah. Mm. So this is the one you mentioned before. Hoppy Pete, who famously has a hoodie that says death to all neepers. <laughs> <laughs> My assessment on all previous neepers was correct. They were rubbish. This is what they should be. 4.5. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that's fucking massive. Wowee. I don't yeah, know pretty crazy. Mm. Uh, Gus Norris at Tivoli Place. Heaps of juice, still doesn't look the part. I think I slightly prefer the tap version, 4 out of 5. Interesting. So obviously had it out of can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we've got, yeah. Um, is there a fundamental difference between the tap and the can version? Not really. But what, slightly. Yeah, yeah, you say not really. Well, it's just kind of, I guess, this is going to be the freshest version that you can have. And mm. maybe he had a fresh version of, of the tap mm. variation, you know. Um, but, look, they are slightly different. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Kay at the Mill Brewery. I think it's that same Dutch guy that you were yep. reading before. This brewery is pure gold. A couple of kettles in a garage, ping pong table, bars, patio heaters, this, some word which did not translate, mm-hmm. Nipa, like... Love heart, eyes, smiley face, 4.5. Jeez. Oh, that's great. So Gus Norris again here. Very juicy, not bitter like most Australian offerings. Just doesn't look right, but gave it 4.25. That's pretty good. Yeah. You go, Nick P, no comment. Gave it four stars. Had it on Smiley's party bus? I've, uh, look, I've read a few of these, and I've, I've 
gone, how did they get this beer? Like, they're at different places that I never sold any of these beers to. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very confused. I mean, you, I guess you, some you, bottle you shops can on-sell it. You didn't sell to Smiley's party, though? I don't think so. I mean, I like, Foursquare four is a bit of, like, a bit of a, you know, a bit of a yeah. playground. There's also sometimes people just do the game where you just say, oh, let's check it in at a different... Yeah, yeah, that's thing. right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Our, our classic mm. bend to go on the hop thing. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get it. That's probably what it is. And, of course, Dorovich pathology. Yeah, Dorovich pathology, checking it in at the church. Across the road. <laughs> Rasmus G, if anyone was wondering, gave it 3.5, no comment. Good work, Rasmus. Did you guys happen to see the last one? There's been a lot of very positive ones, but the absolute yeah, most to, recent. I'm trying to find Yeah, no, well, he actually, there's two ratings for him in. Because I was going through and I found one nice and juicy, more bitter than most from Rasmus as well. Uh, four stars. So did you see the other one, the, the most recent one from that anybody had done on it? No. Well, I'm not going to bother looking up. It was point two five. Really? Point two five. Yeah, but no, no comment. Because the most recent one I'm seeing is uh, is is some well, well, there's us chumps. Let's just skip that. There's a point seven five. Oh, maybe that was it. On November 9th. Yeah, that, no, that's the one. That's the one yeah. I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want a comment. Yeah, I just I'd love you a comment. Something that bad of for sure. Yeah. For sure, you can right. say something. Yeah, you can't just, just so I just so I can honestly take it on board. Yeah. I can't do anything with a point seven five. <laughs> that's right. With no comment. Yeah, that's what right. am I supposed to do? <laughs> oh God! Bike yeah. H, I believe three point five. <laughs> You're not the first to make that comment, mate. Not that, not that good. Yeah, I did see one before that was like three stars. I can. Yeah, I can. Yeah, <laughs> I can believe. Yes, yeah, so no. but I, I feel like that's like that. That's people's opportunity to make that joke. Oh yeah, and it's the the name is built around the idea of building the joke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Yes. I'd be offended if nobody tried to make that joke. You know? Exactly. I mean, you, you know, you put your blood, sweat, and tears into building this oh, label, mm. much like you built the bricks and the, um, yep. the forge. Forge. The forge. The yep. <laughs> there is no building occurring. <laughs> All right. Uh, give me, give me one or two more. If anyone has anything. Uh, Steve S. Perfect barbecue beer. Bought it at McCoppins. Four point two five. Sweet. Ronnie C. Is just trying to give me the shits. FBM hash, hash no, asterisk I last night. Just, just <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Gazzy at the mill. I get a different glass because I'm the youngest. 3.75. <laughs> looks like a different colour though. Yeah, it looks very orange. The fed one looks way juicy. The one on tap. But oh, I don't think that's, 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 just not, photo. that's not the juice. That's not it? I can tell that's not the juice. That's the lupulin haze. Uh, that happens quite often. Like I, I can, you know, I mean, I obviously see and drink and pour the yeah, juice off and enough. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's not the juice. You, you know what your children just But it happens a lot. Some people will check in, you know, like a, a beer, and I'm like, that hasn't been on for what, a year. Like, you know, I'm where like, have you got this from? Yeah, like, yeah, you, you haven't had that. Mm. So I think they maybe just got confused between one of the different beers that we had on the time. Yeah, well, if you just search like the mill Nipa. Mm. Yeah, if you've got four different New Englands on it at once, yeah. yeah, bound to be a little bit of confusion. So. It's all very positive. That's I mean, yeah. Right. Look, couldn't really yeah. first can release, man. Like I, I, I was pretty. I fucking pulled a muscle in my neck from all like the stress, <laughs> like leading up to the release because I was just so freaked out about it all. And I just you know, it's obviously so important. I've I've seen um, breweries release these things, and they know well. They must know it's just not quite right. Mm. And obviously, my worst nightmare was to have that happen and have to just pull it because there's no way I was gonna have my first beer out on the shelves that people can actually purchase and take home as opposed to having to come to the brewery where you, you make your mind up 
being at a venue because you've kind of got all this atmosphere around you anyway. I reckon you're going to get a little bit more of like a positive attitude about the place in general mm-hmm. yeah. mm. as opposed to having it at home. You don't have to be nice. You don't have to feel any particular way. You can just be really honest about the beer if mm. you're just at home. So that's why I was very worried about it all. But yeah, obviously all that stress has just gone. It's been quite well received, and yeah. Well, I mean, I would think the biggest fear is that it says it's unbelievable taste. Yeah. And people have to like. Have to, people <laughs> oh, have shit, to feel it has it. to be unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you just have to not be able to believe it. That doesn't mean it has to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. You just have to, you have to go like, I can't believe this is what it tastes like. Yeah. You know. Yeah, of course, the you problem. Have to it. The problem with this beer actually being good. Is now, when you do your second can release. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can't even deal. It's even more stress next time, man. <laughs> dark oh, Lord, dark I can feel Lord, my neck Lord. just like cringing up right now. Yeah. The, no, it's if, always hard with can releases because yeah. it's like even even the biggest breweries, like there's you can get vaults in can. Yeah, it's been like, I just, oh yeah. fuck, like here's I just massive saw, oxidation in like yeah. a small percentage yeah. of these I mean, entire was cans. A, a, lo- uh, a one that got recalled just not long ago. Ooh. I'm not going to mention it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I messaged Justin, I just thought, like, what went wrong? Like, I just. Can't have this happen to me. Yeah, poor guys. They, they did really well in terms oh, of like, exactly. It's all they they did the absolute right, right thing. It's all you can do. Everybody. Yeah, because that's a huge beer and it does not need the, a bad, a bad no. reputation. Yeah, and all you have to do is just do the right thing, and you know people yeah. respect that. Yeah, people like yeah, sure. you know 99.9 percent of the time mm. you can. So yeah, bang on. <clears throat> and what was really good about that was that they had posted it and then. Uh, someone had posted something on uh, like CBC mm. or Beer mm. Throat or something yeah. and then a load of people came to the defence of old wives and sort of said uh, yeah no no they already posted about this, this yeah. is, oh cool that's great yeah. that's, yeah. even going through it's actually writing like the reasons about why they think it happened mm. so it's mm. like you yeah. know, I was like yeah this is it's actually quite informative mm. Mm. It's, it, it's, it's, it's really good but it also it's kind of nice part of the craft beer scene that people actually are willing to step up and do mm. that definitely um, we look after each other, mm. you know, until something goes wrong. Mm. <laughs> until you brew a bad beer, and, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, "There's no, there's no faults in this. This is just bad." Yeah. Point <laughs> <laughs> seven five. Yeah. Um, which asks a good question: What do we think about this beer? Point uh, seven five. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> it was you, <laughs> Kyle. You can start first. I'm giving it a 3.75. Super juicy, great bit, like nice little bit of bitterness. It's really good New England. Would be very happy to pick up a four pack and take them and smash them. Exactly what Kyle said. Yep. Couldn't say it any better. Jeff? Yeah, 3.75 as well. Yeah, I really like this beer. Like, yeah, happily, like, yeah this would be, you know, yeah. You know, I've got a, I'm having a poker game at my place tomorrow with some, some workmates and stuff. Yeah, that, this would happily be the stock beer for, for the day. Um, yeah, I totally agree, except about the poker game. I don't want to... I, 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 don't want to I mean, you're welcome to just deposit money in my house and leave. Okay, that works. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I'll, I'll play poker on Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of his poker face. Huh? Mm-hmm. I don't really want to play poker. That's right. 3.75. 3. Um, now, remember the rules I said from the previous beer? Yeah. Um, same goes for this one. Yeah. Um, what if you, if you were a regular um, uh, Joe Punter, Nipa lover, or le- not Nipa lover, or anyway, yeah. what, what would you think of this beer? <clears throat> I've had some really, like really, I mean, God, the stuff that beer managers have been getting in, 
I don't know. What about the the New England styles? That's just been so mm. fucking good. That's the issue we have whenever we're writing Nathan's yeah. is that you yeah. try like, like the best yeah. and the best from the like, states. It's yeah, like, and uh, like I wouldn't I wouldn't even be you know offended to have it you know slightly more in the middle of the scale because there's obviously some trash, and I don't think ours is like fucking amazing. But like I, I'd give it a three point five. I'm very happy the way this beer came out, and it's taken a long of a long time. And, we never thought we'd have cans being released at this early in the game. You know, like, I thought maybe second or third year in we'd do some cans. And I just, yeah, really happy with this beer. 3.5. 3.5. Yeah. Um, can I ask um, for what the what the next things you're going to change up to um, make your personal rating higher? Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to go with it. Just, oh, look, we're still trying to get it hazier. Each, <laughs> each iteration changes, man. It's very, it's very strange. M- more closer to believing in juice. Yeah, I think so. But but we'll What's get there. I don't like to change too much stuff. Yeah, how do you get a beer hazier? Oh, without yeah. without doing just adding words and doing all that silly shit. Things. Yeah, you legitimately get hazier. It's pretty much just more it's weight. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, our mash tun just can't handle it. It's very difficult. I always have that problem too. Mm-hmm. I don't have a mash tun, but that's the same problem. <laughs> same problem. All right. Yeah. We well, we're at fifty six minutes. We should finish up for this episode. Um, uh, thank you so much for letting us take over your pleasure, Ultra Beast Machine. Yeah, no worries. Um, <laughs> and uh, fantastic work on building this crazy place from the ground up. No, forging, thank you. forging. Sorry, mm-hmm. forging. When will you move, Chris? <laughs> Look, it's pretty obvious. Never. Um, uh, so we have been the Brunswick Beer Collective. Uh, we've had Merrick, our special guest. At his brewery, we've had Jeffrey Chi. Good afternoon. We've had Carl Campbell. Ciao. We've had Paul Christoph. See you later. And we've had Chris Shorten. And we will talk to you all next week.